Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of All Right, Let's Talk About It. My name is Savannah. I am your host. I do film reviews and film industry commentary. Happy New Year. Oh, my goodness. It's the first full review of 2024. I know it's been a minute. I think the last full review I did for you guys was Wonka. I definitely saw a bunch of movies over the time, but I just had to take kind of a little just break. And I think just enjoy movies. I don't get to do that very often because for me, this has become kind of a business in a sense, in a way it it feels like a job, but I enjoy it so much. So it it doesn't feel like work sometimes, but it is work. But I think I just wanted to enjoy a Christmas break as best as I can as an adult. And so for me, that meant not recording anything. I did do TikTok reviews and for movies that I did TikTok reviews for, I did post those to YouTube and Instagram so you can go and check those out but I am gonna do maybe one or two like retroactive reviews because I feel like there's so much more to talk about definitely want to talk about the color purple not just the movie itself but also how it's doing at the box office I feel like that is something huge to talk about that can tie into just 2023 as a whole but oh my goodness I saw 104 movies in 2023 that includes movies I saw in theaters and streaming um that includes, I think, two movies that were re-releases. I saw. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get thirty, thirty. Ready to get thirty, ready to get twenty, twenty, twenty. Ready to get twenty, twenty. Ready to get fifteen, 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 fifteen. Just fifteen bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? 
Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. All the birds and Hunger Games in theaters. So I counted those as well. I did see one movie twice, Jesus Revolution, but I didn't count that twice. And now I'm looking forward to what the new year has to bring. I've already seen my first movie for the year. And then the ball just gets rolling after that. It's almost nonstop. So I saw Night Swim last night. It's the first movie out the gate, the first major movie out the gate for 2024. It's a horror movie. Let's talk about it. So this is Night Swim. It's directed by Bryce McGuire in his directorial debut. Sort of. We'll get into that in a second. And it stars Wyatt Russell, Carrie Condon, Amelie Hofferl, Gavin Warren, Nancy Lenahan, Jody Long. So interesting little cast here. The only name I recognize here was Carrie Condon. If you remember, Carrie Condon was nominated for an Academy Award last year for The Banshees of Inishirin. Love that movie. And here she is again in this little horror movie. Now, there's not a whole lot to say about this movie. I'm not going to keep you super long. I know I say that a lot and then I end up keeping you super long. But it's, when I say that, it really is my intention to keep it short. I, I try and I, I fail. We'll work on that this year, I guess. I don't know. But this movie is about a family that moves into this house. Um, the dad, played by Wyatt Russell, Ray Waller has MS. He is a former baseball player who's had to step away from baseball because of this MS diagnosis. And they're looking for a permanent home. You know, when he was in the major leagues, you know, being traded and going from place to place, left the family a little unsettled. And now that he has his diagnosis, they have an opportunity to settle down as a family and they're looking for their forever home. They end up finding this house that's um, had some it seems some issues in the past hasn't been lived in for a while, but there's a nice little pool in the backyard. They just need to clean it up. So the family moves in, you know, husband, Ray, wife, Eve played by Carrie Condon and their two kids, older daughter, Izzy, and then younger daughter, younger son, Elliot. And everything seems to be going good. He's doing water therapy in the pool and he seems to be making an incredible recovery like it, it seems like the water therapy is really working for him and we find out later in the movie why it turns out this pool isn't quite what it seems it, it's there's something wrong with it and at the beginning of the movie we're introduced to another family a little girl named Rebecca who ends up 
drowning as it seems in this pool. And that's where we learn from the very beginning that there's something wrong with this pool. So we know from the jump before we even meet the Waller family that they're moving into a very dangerous situation. And I like movies like that. I like when we get to play, you know, omniscient as the audience and we know things the audience doesn't, you know, sometimes it's fun to kind of follow the audience along and we learn things as they learn things and we get those bits of surprise, but sometimes it's fun to be in the know. And you can't warn the family when something's about to happen. So I think having that foreknowledge that there's something wrong with this pool, it leaves us feeling a little anxious anytime anyone in the family stepped in the pool or when they had a pool party, anyone was in the pool. There was this feeling of anxiety anxiety that just kind of stirs when you're watching the movie. The movie is not terribly scary. I think anxious is a good word. You know, I did have moments of jump that were just okay. The movie is very basic. It's not reinventing the horror wheel. It's not doing anything spectacular or new. It doesn't add anything to the genre. It doesn't take anything away. This movie is just very, very basic, but I think it's entertaining enough on its own. This is where I say I think we're just going to keep it short because there's really not much to say about this. The the character development is just very middle of the line. We learn enough to know that this father is sick. That seems to be the most important detail. We don't really need to know much about the kids. We don't really get to know much about the wife other than she's juggling this diagnosis with her husband and also trying to make things you know stable for her two younger children. We also learn there's a bit of a tense relationship between the son and the father. The father seems to have these expectations. He's a little hard on him. He seems to favor his daughter over his son. And I hate that the movie doesn't explore this more. I felt like there was a lot to that relationship that we just did not get to explore. So there was a lot that was just left on the table in terms of character development, because so much of the focus was on him being sick and his relationship with the relationship between his illness and the water. So there, there was just a lot that was just left on the table. I really wish they had explored that more. I felt like there was more of a story there. It could have added to a bit of the tension within the family. Things were just a little too neat with the family. Other than that, you know, just, you know, a normal daughter who seems to want to try out for the swim team that were introduced that very beginning where she's at school and she gets a flyer for the JV Christian swim club, but we never see her actually try out. The only reason she's given this flyer is to introduce us to a boyfriend that we never really get to know. And well, a soon to be boyfriend. And that's about it. So there are a lot of things that they do that they put out there that they never really flesh out. And that was a bit frustrating. But for the most part, I love the way this movie builds tension and anxiety. That part for me was fun. So the movie is what it is. I don't know if you're a horror fan. I feel like it it, it depends on where you're at on the spectrum of horror as to whether or not you'll enjoy this. If you're someone who likes minimal horror, you might get a kick out of this. But if you're like an expert, you you live, eat, breathe scary movies. I don't think you're going to like this at all. It's just very very basic. Again, this movie doesn't do anything new. We've seen a lot of these tricks before. The problem is this movie doesn't do those tricks very well. However, comma, this is this director's directorial debut. And I am going to trust the process here. And by the process, I mean Bloomhouse's investment in this particular individual. So he's directed this movie, which isn't terrible. I think it's an it's a valiant effort. There's potential here. I can see the potential between the lines, if that makes sense. And they, they they clearly believe he has some talent in this genre because he's actually one of the writers or co-writers for another Bloomhouse movie coming out this year called Imaginary. Definitely looking forward to that one. That one looks 
creepy. And I, I'm anxious to see what comes next for him. I, I think if he's given just a little more time to grow, blossom, bloom, what have you, that they're going to invest more in him. So I'm crossing my fingers and kind of hoping this movie makes some money this weekend because I want to see more from this director. I can see the potential. I can see the um the love he has for the scary movie genre and I want to see what he does with that passion. I think it's there. But he's definitely influenced by Bloomhouse in general. This kind of had kind of a a insidious feel to it. There were some long shots at the front of the house, you know, a way to kind of distance us, ourselves from the scary for a bit. So this is produced by Jason Bloom of Bloomhouse and James Wan of the Conjuring Universe, Insidious, all that jazz. So uh, that's m- basically it for this. Mo- I mean, really, there isn't a whole lot to say. There was some things that worked and some things that didn't. I, I don't really know. I there I could you know BS for another ten minutes, but that's the best I can give you. It's it's basic. It's elementary. It's got a lot of flaws, but it builds tension and holds anxiety really well. It reminds me a bit of an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark called Dead Man's Float, the Acid Monster. For those of you who are a bit older and you remember, you can watch this episode on Paramount+. Plus. But it's the episode where they find a hidden pool in the school and there's a swim team that has to travel like an hour away to go and swim. But hey, now we don't have to anymore because this school actually has a pool. They didn't know that. So turns out there's this water demon of some kind in the pool because the pool was built over, you know, an ancient burial ground, you know, typical 90s kind of 80s uh, lore. You know, you had a lot of movies that were like that where there was some ancient Indian burial ground and the acid demon. For those of you who've seen the episode, you know what I mean by that that he has to pour this kind of solution into the water in order for them to see this invisible demon because the demon, for whatever reason, is made of acid. Interesting. It also reminded me a bit of Amityville Horror because, again, this is about the father's relationship between that illness and the water, and we see how the water changes him and transforms him. There's a bit of possession in it. So I can definitely see the James Wan influence and inspiration here, but it definitely reminded me a bit of Amityville Horror, but not as tragic. So Valiant First Effort, you know, A for Effort, I definitely give it that. The movie is not perfect. It's not even that good. But hey, I was entertained. I'll give it that. But I definitely want to see more from this director. So thumbs up, my guy. Can't wait to see what you do in the future. All right, parental units, this is the part of the podcast where I answer your most burning question. Is this movie appropriate for my child? There's nothing outlandish in this movie. Um, there's no nudity or anything that like that. No sex scenes, kissing. That's about it. You know, gunky stuff coming from the eyeballs, demon possession, kind of, sort of. But there, there's nothing untoward. Whether or not you allow your child to see this movie really depends on what you allow in your home. It's one of those kinds of movies. Um, I don't think there's anything in here that's going to scare them too bad or give them nightmares. I mean, kind of, sort of, when you think about it, because this is a very basic fear for people. It's a very normal fear, fear of the water, you know, fear of the unknown and, you know, fear of drowning. So I think it can tug at that a little bit. So just be wary. You know, you know your child, but it is rated PG-13. But there's nothing in here that's inappropriate. There's nothing, there's no nudity or anything like that. You're not going to see a child die. You do see a child disappear in the water, but you don't see anybody die. So 
I would I would ask this: Would you let your kids see Insidious or The Conjuring? If you answer yes to those, go for it. If you say nah, they're not old enough, not appropriate for our family, then maybe wait for this to come on streaming. But they'll be all right. Again, the movie's not terribly scary; it just builds anxiety. And I hope that helps. Want to advertise on this podcast? Check the episode description to see how you can be featured on the next episode. Thank you for listening to me rant and rave about yet another movie. So that was Night Swim, directed by Bryce McGuire. Just to sum it all up, it's elementary, it's basic, it doesn't do anything new, it doesn't add to the genre, it doesn't take away, but I liked how the movie builds and keeps tension. But ultimately, it, it's a very eh kind of movie. It's not that scary. But I, I enjoyed the effort, and I look forward to what this director does in the future. I think there's definite potential here. Someone to watch out for. So what's coming up? Y'all, it's a heavy week next week, not just in terms of me watching movies, but just like in general. So this is award season, correct? So we have the Golden Globes on Sunday. So expect a recap um, episode from me on Monday. Um, I'm probably going to post, I think today, my final predictions for the Golden Globes for the film awards because I don't care about television. So my final predictions, I'm going to post that today. It's going to be on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. What else, y'all? What else? Uh, So in terms of awards, there are a lot of nominations that are coming out right after the Golden Globes. A lot of the Guild Awards, because again, this is award season. So you're getting a lot of different nominations coming out. A lot of the critics associations posting their um, nominations and their winners. The BAFTAs just released their long list. So you can see where they're narrowing narrowing down what those nominations are going to look like. And then next week, so we have the SAG nominations on the 10th. So I'm going to try and go in order of date. So you have the Golden Globe Awards on the 7th. And then on January 9th, you have the Art Directors Guild nominations. On the 10th, you have the Directors Guild nominations and the SAG nominations. And then on the 11th, you have the Cinematographers nominations. And then on the 12th, you have the Producers Guild Award nominations. That one is important. Producers Guild is basically... That's that's going to tell us what the best picture field is going to look like for the Oscars essentially that that that's that's going to be the tell here so yeah a lot a lot a lot is going on i think i'm just going to combine everything the best i can into like one big recap video for those guild nominations but i am going to give you a recap video for the golden globes and that should get to y'all by monday so what happens after all these nominations so i am seeing an amc screen unseen on monday night So that's Monday the 8th. I'm pretty sure it's Argyle. It's a two-hour, 18-minute-long PG-13 movie. Argyle, last time I looked, was like two hours and 19 minutes. If it's not Argyle, it might be The Book of Clarence. But The Book of Clarence also comes out next week. And I am seeing that Thursday afternoon. And then Thursday evening, I'm seeing Mean Girls, the musical. So that'll be a fun day. Very polar opposite films and can't wait to talk about them, especially the book of Clarence. Um, people have a lot of pre opinions, I would say. And I understand I am a Christian, so I understand how disrespectful it feels. And I can definitely, definitely empathize with that. But I want to give an honest take an honest review and answer a lot of the questions that people have. So that is my plan is to just be objective and truthful. 
So that's what's coming up. And then I got a lot of different movies that I'm hoping to see in the month of January. ISS with Ariana DeBose. A beautiful disaster sequel. I didn't even know about this until like a week ago. Beautiful Wedding. So Cole Sprouse will be in this one as well. Or Dylan Sprouse. One of the Sprouse brothers is going to be in. So he'll be present. Who else? Um, Zone of Interest is supposed to go wide this month. And that is like the last like Oscar contender I need to watch. That one and All of Us Strangers. But I really want to see Zone of Interest because that one is making a lot of best picture lists. So, and then we go into February and February is going to be weird because Mardi Gras (laughs) and I I have no, and Mardi Gras is earlier this year than normal. It's like mid February instead of the end of February, but Hey, tomorrow is the sixth, which means it's the first day of Mardi Gras season, which means King cake. Oh my goodness. Can you hear the excitement in my voice? I'm so excited. I can't wait. Oh my goodness. (sighs) Ah. I love Mardi Gras time. I love the colors. I love the beads. I love king cake. I love the parades. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. I'm looking forward to it. All of it. And of course, all of awards season. I can't wait to talk about all the different nominations. Can't wait to talk about the Globes. The Oscar nominations come out, I think, this month or next month. Can't remember. Again, I have it on my calendar. I'm one of those people. Do not judge me. I I can hear your judgment. Oscar nominations come out Tuesday, January 23rd. So, yeah, it's going to be a busy, busy month. Can't wait to talk about all the things. I hope you're having an amazing week. Hope you have a great weekend. Happy freaking new year. What are your resolutions? What are your goals? Let me know in a comment section somewhere. What your goals, resolutions, what are you wanting? What are you hoping for for this year? What are you praying for this year? What are you wanting to be different than last year? I'm just, I just want to be a, Honestly, the number one thing I really want is just to have a sense of style. I don't have one. Um, I want to wear more colors instead of, you know, black, you know, and shades of blues and shades of grays. And I want to wear less hoodie and I want to wear my hat less. I wear a hat all the time. So I'm wanting to develop a sense of style, something that expresses me besides just covering myself up. What are some of your goals and thoughts for the upcoming year? Can't wait to hear from you. I love y'all much. So glad to be back with you. And I will see you next time. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.